My name is Derek. And my name is Will. And this is Leveled Head Podcast. So there's been a nuclear attack. Don't ask me how or why. Just know that the big one has hit. Okay? So what do we do? There are three important steps that I want you to remember. Step one... Get inside fast. You, your friends, your family, get inside. And no, staying in the car is not an option. You need to get into a building and move away from the windows. Step two, stay inside. Shut all doors and windows. Have a basement? Head there. If you don't have one, get as far into the middle of the building as possible. If you were outside after the blast, get clean immediately. Remove and bag all outer clothing to keep radioactive dust or ash away from your body. Step three, stay tuned. Follow media for more information. Don't forget to sign up for Notify NYC for official alerts and updates. And don't go outside until officials say it's safe. All right, you've got this. All right, Will. The big one hit. What are we going to do? Well, that definitely sounds like doomsday to me. I think so. So, do you think that do you think that it's coming now? Like now we got to start watching for a um for them to start doing like a uh, a practice run. Yeah, do like a little practice drill maybe in maybe the eastern seaboard somewhere. And I guess on that date we'll fucking get nuked that is really really bizarre that they put that commercial out really weird timing of it too just with all the craziness going on right now you would think that they want people to be a little more on the calm side you would think but they don't i feel like that's just more to to scare people too but who knows i mean or except if they get they're trying to get us all riled up to go go into another third world war right yeah, yeah. And get all that that emotion all fucking riled up and go fight Putin and all that crap. For all their their fake shit that they yeah. make up, that they make seem important that really isn't that important. So, you know? I mean, if there is a nuclear attack, which fucking side of the... Well, if it would, would be coming from Russia, it would be the eastern seaboard. That's where it probably would hit. Yeah, and it's always it's always like from Russia, right? Mm-hmm. Everything it's it's Russia's I mean, a big scary monster. Shoot, we're gonna go back to the freaking Cold War again. Yeah, we're gonna get those uh, 
those videos back into school, you know, nuclear missiles coming, duck. Yep. Duck and cover. Duck and, yeah, duck and cover under your wooden desk is going to protect you. All right, man. Well, uh, welcome back to Leveled Heads, everyone. So, D, after hearing that commercial, it kind of made us think about some stuff, yeah. didn't it? Uh, it made us think about our own uh, situations. If we were ever in a, a doomsday type yeah. of scenario, um, I mean, I hate to say it, but I'm really, I don't feel like I'm I'm well prepared for that. N- me neither. You I don't know. have a bunker. I don't have a sea train buried underground with ventilation. Well, you know, what kind of doomsday you talk about? I mean, if there's a nuclear freaking doomsday attack, I mean, well, I'd rather just go out and blast, you know. No, you're right about that. So I guess there are different types of doomsday scenarios. But I guess um, the one that I'm talking about is, I guess it'd be more of a shit hits a fan type scenario. You know, like or, balls out war or like shits. The government's coming for you. Okay, the government's coming for you. You know, they control all the food, yada, 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 like stuff like that. Right. So like take the, take the, like the, the COVID lockdown scenario. Yeah. And, but just multiply that. Kind of like what they're doing in Australia and China, and they're kicking in doors or dragging people off to camps yeah. or forcing vaccinations on them. I'm talking about something like that to where they're coming and, you know, and they're going to have this comply or die attitude. I mean, I'm probably going to end up just dying. Yeah, getting shot or something. But I'm not going to go down without a fight. Yeah. So, all right, not to steer too far off course here, because what we're wanting to discuss today is uh i guess just prepping planning and uh kind of ask ask some questions yeah, of ourselves some ideas all you guys yeah all right so where so, you want to so run say, off first say the doomsday so if it happened right now whether it be i mean you said if it was a nuke you just want to go out in the blast but but what if you're not in the blast zone yeah, I mean, what happens is happening on the whole side of the other country, I mean. But what would it look like? I mean, would we be gearing up for war or would we be getting fucking invaded or shit's just getting blown up everywhere? Okay. So so the scenario I'm going to lay out would be more of like a bug out scenario. Okay, okay. All right, so it's bug out time. Get the All fuck right. out. Get the fuck or stay. So Get bug in. We're gonna be talking about preparedness for, for what, what we we are prepared for, what we could be better prepared for, and um, what we can do in the future to seriously consider, uh, you know, the type of preparations that that we'd need. So, like, if something happened today without warning, I think I'd pretty much be screwed. Kind of on the same order. I mean, you know. For about, yeah, since COVID, for the last maybe year and a half, I've been um, slowly stockpiling some rice and beans, but not enough. Right, probably a couple weeks worth, maybe a month month, or something. A month or so, but, you know, also. That's something. But where am I going to get the water and stuff to cook that stuff? That's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, Water storage, I mean... I guess 
there's definitely ways to go about it. I'm picturing, you know, you can get like those 50 gallon, like the big blue plastic ones. Yeah, but you know, how long is water going to stay pure in there? I, I, I don't know. I that one up, but. So you would need, you'd want to have some type of filtration yeah. system to where even if the water didn't hold well, you can at least filter it out to make it potable. Yes. Yeah. So I don't. I'm not sure what condition would make the water yeah. non-potable. Um, let's see. So, my next question is: uh, Would you would you stay where you're at, or would you try and come up with a plan to to bail you, out? You know, I've thought about that. You know, we'd make make a plan, maybe go out in the country, but then you'll run in in that situation where everybody is going to go running out outside the cities and. Go out to their their location, or there's people going out there to rob the other people that are out there, and they, you know, it's kind of an idea that people out in the country have stuff and storage, while in the city, they're not going to be really looking for that. So and I'm saying I think you should stay bugging in in the cities because they're not going to expect that. So how long do you think it would take before we saw like some freaking Mad Max tweakers out there, their black leather jackets and their face paint. So just a regular freaking homeless person walking down the street right now. But just but freaking going out. from where they're at now to just full on Mad Max. I think it'd be instant. Yeah, and you know, say if we're we're getting that food shortage, you know, and shit's dwindling from the stores, crap like that. These homeless people are probably within. Probably two or three days are going to start freaking going savage. They're going to. Well, think about it. If you, if you, so you might be able to make one good store run. Like, like last minute. Like your last minute. Like you got. But one. I don't think you want to do that because everybody's going to be fucking going. You'd, ha- you'd have to time it out. But so I think what I'm trying to say is. There wouldn't be like continuous trips to the store. I think you'd only kind of get one shot, whether it's in the melee of of uh, panic shoppers or, or if you can get in. Like you, you at see a good the warning time, signs. You see the warning signs. You can get in. I think you only have kind of one shot yeah, at that. I think so too. I think everything's going to go away pretty quick, and things are going to break down into chaos pretty quick. And you don't want. I don't think. I wouldn't want to go continuously because every trip to the store is dangerous. <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, you know, every trip to the store is going to be dangerous. It's going to be dangerous to get there. It's going to be dangerous if you're coming in. out with stuff. Oh, yes. People are going to be looking well, for that. Well, you know, and I hate to say it, we can we actually have kind of a borderline assessment of what people are going to do. We we have an example back in 2020 we, with with shit paper. It's a very good example. People were losing their minds over toilet paper. I mean, there were remember there was lines outside that grocery st- Walmart store. Dude, I mean, I couldn't get toilet paper for like fucking like two to three like weeks. Freaked out. I mean, people were getting in fights over toilet paper. Now imagine if that was food. Intensify that by one like, shot. You get one, one shot. shot. Dude, it's scary. Okay. All right. So already, already this is seeming 
seeming like um like being prepared is definitely the better option here. I, I think so. Okay, let's move on here. All right, so uh back to staying put or leaving. So I think I think that I would stay put if I felt safe staying put. You know, I'm kind of like right in the middle of town. Staying might not be an option. I kind I gotta kind of fill out because remember those Mad Max tweakers are right around the corner. True, and very I don't, true. You know, I don't want to have to start capping. You know, stacking bodies up in my front yard <laughs> so I can be a good look. <laughs> yeah, be over there. The the what was it? Val. I mean, I guess it'd be a good deterrent yeah, for anyone like, else. Yo. You can like, fuck around over here. You're, you're going to try and get through my wall of bodies? Yeah, you're going to get pelled. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, we've talked about this before. And in my, uh, I guess, delusion of grandeur, I'd be like, you know, I'm going to go find this spot in the mountains. I'm going to build oh, a cabin. Yeah. I'm going to be wearing pelts. I'm going to be cooking some deer meat yeah <laughs> i'm gonna make friends with a bear, bear. <laughs> maybe bigfoot i don't know i don't know i could like hook up a squatch <laughs> no but i do i think about like because we we don't live that far from from the mountains so i think like all right you know if if i had to just load up as much supplies but, and gear oh so you're gonna and head be... to the hills I guess in another sense of being prepared, we would have to get ourselves uh, acquainted with that land up there, and we have not. And I hate to say I've there's been <laughs> there's some pretty freaking people up there that know the lay of the land up there, and they would freaking steamroll over us. You're absolutely right. Um, I do have a couple good friends who I do have. I have this one buddy I have in mind, and he. I would say that he is a, like a light prepper. Okay. So he's not, he's not full on, but it's something that he, me and him have been talking about for like the last 20 years, you know? And so he like, he's got some stuff, but more importantly, he has a lot of knowledge of places like that to go. You know, and kind of he has a lot of uh, experience with just being outdoors. I mean, mean, if I mean, all honesty, if you were a good hunter and fisher and you knew how to kind of survive in the wilderness for a decent amount of time, I think you'd be pretty much. You'd be all right. I think you'd be all right. Yeah. Until until the man came looking for you. All right. (laughs) So, so yeah, it, and also, like, if I was going to get anything from that friend, it would just be tips and advice. Yeah. And he would have been like, dude, all those times I invited you camping, all those times I invited you to come with us, and you know, you can never go, you always had plans, you're on your own, F you, and he hangs up on me. Yeah, I mean, that could go that way, I don't know. And you probably wouldn't be like that, but... But yeah, that's basically all I'd be able to get from him at that point is just yeah. like some pointers and, you know, and he'll, I trust that he'll point me in the right direction. All right. Uh, I bet people listening right now are like, 
the fuck is this guy even talking about right now? <laughs> You're going to die. You're just going to die. You're not stacking bodies in front of your house. The Mad Max tweakers, they're going to get you on day one. <laughs> no, you know, also you think about all those tweakers I didn't think about. They're all going to go through withdrawal. Because do you think the drug dealers and the meth coke or meth cookers are going to be freaking cooking up meth through this whole? They'll be having. They'll definitely be having a last hurrah that might last a while. <laughs> it might. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like you know, stay put or leave, and then where will we go? Um, so all right. So say, say that after we're done recording this. We were like, all right, I'm going to start taking this prepping seriously. I'm going to get prepared. Okay. But like, I don't have six bucks to drop on, you know, one of those kits you can get. That'd be nice. I'd have to put my own together. Yeah. Um, But while I'm doing that, something I'd want to think about is, so how long do I need to prepare for? Yeah. I mean, how long? A week, a month, a year. How long is this situation going to be? go on till you know society kind of regroups do i just start do i just start prepping until i just like evolve into that life and now i'm just gonna i'm just gonna start living off the land i mean people have done it for thousands and thousands of years we just have to go back to ancestry time you know actually it would be pretty cool i mean not to have a doomsday but to be like pretty self-sufficient yeah you know i mean also when would you think that you might would have to start making small communities or little tribes with people to you definitely want to have because i feel like you can't just do this kind of all by yourself you need some people i agree i agree a hundred percent yes so Sorry, I was just checking. Oh. I was just checking the recording, making sure that we're we're all good. good. So, uh, go drawing, ahead, go ahead, D. Drawing a blank. Um, so we're talking about for how long? How long? So, how long do you prepare for? So, and then I mean, you brought up the community. So, I think. I mean, I guess like kind of in a roundabout way, we kind of have that going. I mean, it's really just going to come down to the people you trust, you know, like, sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening, but I'm not going to like go to my parents and be like, we got to go because they'll probably be like, just stay put. The government's on their way. <laughs> the FEMA's going to help us. They already said they're dropping food from planes. Just stay where you're at. Oh, imagine if they were drop. They just the government was going to help by just dropping food from airplanes. Doing well, and I mean, all right. So I don't want the government's help. No, at all. No, I I want to. You know, it's, but I don't. It's think, my life. I think you know. No matter what, I'm going to save it, my own ass my way. If it, if whatever happens in what we think, you know, getting prepped for. I don't think the government's just going to be out of the situation. Do you think so? Or do you think it's going to try to regroup itself? That's a good question because this... Because, this I mean... If, mock I mean, scenario that we're playing out it's here... It's like 
society has freaking fallen. People going crazy. Everybody's going every which way but loose. I mean, are we, we might we could be even be talking about an alien invasion. An, an alien invasion, a, a, a war, know, a so war, alien a invasion, war, um, uh, something that enacts some martial law. Uh, the government decides they're just they're just gonna do everything their way and just really like well, get we, this dictatorship thing going. Well, wouldn't that just straight up be you know you're gonna start a revolution and just gonna try fighting? Well, here's something that'll kind of freak you out. All right. So, I think it's already established that if our government does fall, the UN takes over. No. Yes. Is that true? Yes. We didn't vote for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, D. Now, would that be a dangerous to our democracy? <laughs> so it's a, it's a threat to our democracy. So they're saying, you know, if our government's fucking went to shit, the UN just steps in. Yeah. Yep. Fuck that. That's what I say, too. All right. Back to the task at hand. All, All right. right. So, so I, I wrote down here um, whether or not it, whatever it is, is a threat to take serious. So, I guess that would be whatever, whatever is happening, do we take that as a serious threat to where our our prepping skills need to come into play? Like situation came up and it are you deciding if it's like yeah so it's like okay you know am i going to work tomorrow okay that type of situation right okay because that's kind of that's kind of like how you judge things right yeah i mean like that's how i would judge it like (laughs) is this okay is this so bad to where like i don't go to work tomorrow (laughs) Because if it's bad enough to where I don't go to work, that's serious. Yeah, I mean, everybody's fucking focusing on what's what's at hand. Yeah. I don't know. That's scary. That's scary to think about. Cause, it is. Because, yeah, a situation to where you're like, fucking, I'm like, I'm not even, there's. I'm not even worried I, about work. I'm not even worried about work. I'm just worrying about, like, keeping me and my family alive and safe. I got to start moving. I'll shoot you a text when that happens, okay? <laughs> you will. Uh, hang back tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see what plays out for next week. <laughs> I'll just text you back some coordinates. This is where I'll be. Oh, man. All right. So, all right. So, that's a serious... That's serious enough so, right there to... Also... Prepping wise, do you think probably getting pretty good with your marksmanship probably would come in handy pretty pretty well? Yeah, absolutely, so, as hunting and as defense. Hunting and defense. Um, I mean, would you booby? Would you have to booby trap your surroundings? I mean, if you're I mean, staying, if, all right. So if you're staying put, I think you would booby trap. You need some. Uh, you need to fortify. Do some weird Vietnamese freaking some traps. Know, maybe, you know, 
Then are you going to keep like POWs too? You gonna- <laughs> I don't know. You know, start torching them and, you know, where's your leader? Where are you guys coming from? Start uh, making them play Russian <laughs> roulette with each other. <laughs> Mao. All right. Uh, that's jacked up. <laughs> hey, but you never know, man. You I never know. know. I don't like to think about what kind of. Dude, but I tell you what, on. people will turn. People will in a scenario like we're talking about will turn into freaking animals. All right. Well, so yeah, I definitely don't want to gloss over that. So, all right. So we're pretty much like discussing us. I'm sure our listeners right now are either they already have some some plans made. They're already prepping up, or they're just like us, and they're like, "Yo, these guys are asking some pretty good questions." Like. What the, what the hell would I do? Right. You know, like, am I going to stay here? Am I going to go somewhere? Do I know, do I even know what I, you know, like how to do shit to survive outside of my everyday, what I'm used to get up, go to work, make some money, pay your bills, buy some food, eat and repeat. Yeah. I mean, I guess in a sense we're pretty spoiled how, you know, you'd be like, yo, I'm hungry. I got to go to the grocery store. So take... Take all these things out of the equation. Going to work, earning money, buying food, buying gas, um, you know, whatever vehicle you have is what you have, but you got to start thinking about how you're going to put fuel in that thing. So, I don't. I think basically if that happens... Fuels out of the question. We ain't gonna fucking. There ain't no no more free vehicles. We're going back to horseback riding, hoofing it, hoofing it, yeah. using the chevo legs, shit like that. Yeah. So your Lamborghinis. Yeah, your Lamborghinis. So basically, your job now is to hunt and protect, right? Absolutely. So your your job title completely changed. Yep. Overnight. And you gotta keep those those with you from freaking. Freaking the fuck out. Yeah. All right. I guess, but, you know, if you think about it, we are in a pretty good location if shit hits the fucking fan because we are in a pretty good dominant farm region. Yeah, yeah. And it's pretty much pretty good grow, growing wet weather year-round. It doesn't get too cold. It does get pretty warm. Okay, let's let's go back. It does get pretty warm. Let's go back to your question about community real quick. Okay. Okay, so all right. So you're saying now like it'd be good to have a good it'd be a good idea to have some torp some sort of a community, community in yeah, place. Small, I think it would. Okay. Cuz you know you can send you know you have a group of people that are good at a certain thing. Yes. And then, you know, it, you know, vice versa, you know, these people are good at that and that and that. And we all work together. And But how do you, okay, so how do you start as part, see, say it was part of your prepping plan. How do you, how do you put that together beforehand? Beforehand, I guess, you, you know, you just start with your family first. You know, if you have a big family, God bless, you're lucky, right? Yeah. But I guess if you don't, you know, start with your friends, getting your friends kind of notified of, you know, if this event happens, you like know, we're going to meet up, we meet up, you're good at this. I'm good at that. Start like that, you know, and then have them branch out. Maybe, you know, get some more people. Okay. But, you know, also, you know, you might get that f- 
crazy, that fringe in that group, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's there's so many things, little parts, you know, that could break that community. It up. might get Lord of the Flies, like, pretty quick. I, you know, yeah. All right, because I'm thinking that if you didn't have something like that in place, because I think, all right, so when it comes to the family, that's just a given, right? Yeah. Like, you're all going to work together. Your kids are going to do what they're told. You're going to yeah. get their ass whooped. Well, I think the the bigger community, like with what you're talking about, that's going to kind of come together, like naturally. I think if you're if you're out there and you're surviving and you're seriously like just you know you're not ripping people off, you're not yeah. just out being a total piece of shit. You're just you know doing what you can, and you're willing to to help your neighbor or if you know someone who is a rancher or a farmer or something, you can get in there and start working with them and start kind yeah. of building this thing up. So I think this like a trusted community would kind of come together more so than it ever would because now you're in the shit. Yeah. Everyone's you're relying on together. everyone. Right. Okay. Okay. That was so, and then again, I put down for how long, I mean, if I, if, if I get a text from you, it says, <laughs> just hang back I'll, I'll, we'll see how it goes in a week and then all of a sudden we don't have phone service anymore i think we're in it for the long haul i think from there yeah it's like rebuilding yeah because you know probably you know, it would take a while to build that community up and then you then we're gonna have to start rebuilding society again right yeah i don't know i don't know how would that all play out i think you know no matter what if you got food shortages and crap hit the fan government failed stuff like that it's going to be for a very long time hey guys listening just keep in mind you know what we're what we're discussing here is it's like a, a doomsday scenario just for the average american like us you know we're just we're just a couple run-of-the-mill construction workers nothing special yeah. and uh, you know we're not we're just these are just questions that uh we're curious about really, you know, and we listen to a lot of different podcasts, conspiracy minded people. I, and they've been really hitting on the, the prepping the shit. Prepping. Look. Yeah. So, well, yeah. And what I heard today. So this, I forgot what the lady's name was, but, um, she's from Texas and, and I think so. I don't know if she deals with the whole cattle and the livestock cells. But she was talking about they had an auction this week or last week. But she was saying that, you know, with the the grain and the manure, all that stuff that's really expensive, these farmers are just now, they're just selling their livestock just because they can't afford to feed them and raise them. So they said they, they ran through, like, typical nights, like 500 head of cattle. They had, like, 3,500 head of head of cattle running through that auction and she's saying she's predicting you know this year and throughout the beginning of next year meat's going to be really cheap because it's going to be flooded the markets okay but at the end of the year you're going to start seeing the prices going up and less meat because they <laughs> sold it out and there's there's nothing to replenish that it is shit is going to hit the fan and you know, and I haven't. We haven't even touched on the the produce 
section of this problem either. Yeah, because we hear a lot of guys talking about how they're, you know, they're like buying a little bit of land, and you know, they got a they got a chickens, yeah. and they got a goat, and you know, and they're thinking about getting a cow, and they're growing their gardens and stuff. Like that all sounds great. I don't, I don't have there. I got so many trees in my backyard, I can barely get any sunlight through to grow freaking cherry tomatoes. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna for an average folk. Yeah, I can't have no chicken running around in town. Yeah, I mean, okay, here's another scenario. Well, kind of on the order of this. So what happens if the grocery stores just flat out no fucking food? Then I, I will have a chicken running around in town. <laughs> now, what, what would that look like? I mean, if we still have power, running water... Running sewage. It's not going to last. If there's no food, uh, food none, that, none of I that's going to last. I mean, do you think last. people are just going to completely fucking topple over, lose it, you know? Well, I'll tell you one thing. All right. If there's no food in the stores, it doesn't mean that people just stop eating. Yeah, I mean. It means that they go through other, other, other means. means to get food. So now there's going to be, I mean, there's almost going to be like a freaking black market out there for food. Dude. They're going right? to have food dealers. There's going to be food dealers on every corner. Yeah, and you know, it might be spiked. I don't know. Dude, you're going to be buying it. If you want a steak, you're going to be buying it off of a Mad Max tweaker. Yeah. And you're running the risk of not being tainted. I don't know. It's it's uh, All right. crazy we thoughts. We just went crazy off the rails. Yeah, that we, is, that's crazy. All right. So, so in our current situation... So we're still getting up, we're still going to work, we're still able to sit down and do a podcast, we're not using ham radios yet. <laughs> so where we sit, on a scale of 1 to 10, what do you think the stress level is on prepping and planning? Right now. Right now. Like our state of the affair. Our state of affairs. Right now. Currently. Hearing all the news, all that. All the BS. Right now, how what what level of stress on a scale okay. of one to ten do you think there is about planning and prepping? I think it should be at least maybe nine and ten. I mean, that high? I think that's well. You know, all honestly, my thought is it's not gonna. I think our society's built up well enough, like a true Mad Max shit's not gonna happen. But there will be a, you know, this food shortage will keep continuing. We will have a phantom and it will cause some type of disturbance. So we need some type of backup food, you know, food bank in your house. And, you know, in a sense, that's stress level. That's 10% no matter what. I was thinking like a four. Do you think a four? Like a four or five maybe. You know, maybe, maybe I just. I'm, maybe. Hey, but no, man, your, your line of thinking is probably better than mine because you know i'm complacent i'm chill i'm, just, I'm chilling out of four like i got plenty of time well because you know what because you know what they're going to probably do is there's going to be a food shortage and they're going to just ration out the food people are going to some people will starve and probably perish some will just hang in there but there's going to be just they're going to ration that food out very smartly and if you did prep and you did have food hidden, and people don't know, you can kind of live, live, live high on the hog. All right. 
how many people do you think are preparing and prepping just in our kind of like general vicinity? In the Central Valley? Like just around us. So do you think it's like a lot, a few? I think or probably none? maybe 15 to less people. Okay. Because, you know, and I was thinking about that too, you know. For the past couple of years, they've been kind of making like if you're a prepper, somebody that was preparing for, in his, oh, you're a tinfoil hat conspiracy. You're, you're crazy nut. But at the same time, you do you, don't you hear about they have FEMA commercials talking about being prepared for? Well, absolutely. And if those people are so crazy, why are they making TV mm, shows, shows about, about it? it? Yeah, I don't I mean, know. It's a it's a they just. It's I actually I think it's turning into kind of like a big money industry. I think so too. Yeah, but. If we pick up a, I don't know, somebody who wanted to sponsor us, say, I kind of got someone in mind, they're probably like doing pretty good with what they're doing, you know, prepping. I think so. Damn it, I lost my train of thought here. But um, I don't think pe- people, what I think people is, they're like, we're living in this ty- this day and age, and that will never happen. Why would I want to waste my time and money? On something that's never going to happen to me. And besides, if something bad happened, the government will definitely the, the, help me out. I mean, yeah, I'm, people's going to help out because we're civil. That ain't, that, ain't, that ain't the fact. No way, man. If it comes down to it, you know, I definitely don't want any chaos going on. No, I but mean. But there's nothing I can do about that. If it happens, it's going to happen. And I don't want to get excuse me, caught up. In the middle of that chaos? No. I don't want to get caught up in a panic situation. I don't want people freaking out and panicking on me or seeing, you know, that I have this or I have that. It starts setting their eyes on me. Got some freaking a gang of Mad Max tweakers coming down the street on their their bikes with, like, sharp things sticking yeah. off of them. You ready, know, to, have ready a, to take me out. Have a guitar guy on the top of their bikes <laughs> playing with... with <laughs> playing man on the Silver Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so what... All right. So you kind of already touched on this a little bit with the food shortages that are coming. And then what you said about Texas with the, the cattle sales and stuff. That's... See, that information right there alone... Should be enough. I mean, it's enough to really, like, make me think about, okay, you know, I like to eat. I, I mean, it's almost like I need hamburger meat. Yeah, and you need a steak. I need a steak, but at least some hamburger meat. Yeah. You know, for some spaghetti or something or whatever. That's why it's that Beyond Meat, Will. They're getting Dude, us on it. I don't want it's that, man. Bi- you know, Bill Gates and... Uh, Schwab. All right. So, what can you think of any other current events that make uh, wanting to plan or prep more necessary today? Uh, Monkeypox. No, there's a new strain D. You haven't heard about it? Well, isn't it BA5? Centaurus. Centaurus? Centaurus. It sounds like a freaking star system. What, now, now, is it is it more contagious than the last variant? It's going to be the deadliest variant in the history of variants ever. Ever? Ever. You're going to get Fauci on there. You're going to have to get your 30,000th booster. It's very important. Just even after I told you 
this vaccine doesn't work. You're going to have to take it. It'll help you. But don't trust me. But but take it anyways because I'm, I'm Fauci and I make millions of dollars off of it. Dude, if people, you know, I will lose faith in humanity. If fucking people will buy into that shit. We'll, we'll, you know, and we'll find out this fall if people really haven't learned their lesson yet and haven't been paying attention to the news that, you know, if this new variant's going to come along and... Dude, okay, I did hear about something that they were talking about in Cal... You know, the the stupid areas of California. No offense if any listeners in these two areas... But if you're listening to us... And you're you, from those areas, you won't you get know. offended. But you know, San Francisco, LA, LA, there are the new variants come in, and it's hospitals already getting filled up with this and that. And you're like, hasn't this been their go-to for every variant that has come out for COVID? And all honesty, me personally, haven't seen it. Well, I thought Fauci just came out and said that. Uh, something about the vaccine isn't as isn't as good as i don't know some the way you word it was weird i got got it right here because my brother sent it to me you know okay fauci admits that covid19 vaccines do not protect overwhelmingly against the infection that's right and i've got what fucking lip tard news oh oh actually Actually, it was on Fox News. It was on Fox. Oh, now I just, I turned the, I said that and it triggered the liberals. Oh my God. Now Did it's not. what he just said? It's not real. It came from Fox. It can't be real. It has to come from CNN. Like Fox is so great anyway. Yeah, I know. They're, they're about as fucking corrupt as the rest of them and lie. All right. So I don't want to get too much off base here. So. Uh, we're still talking about current events <laughs> that are happening right now to make planning and prepping more necessary. Okay. Another scenario. Going to war. Russia and the Chinese, we get Yellow Dawn coming. How about just just crime? Well, yeah. You know, if our economy starts kind of collapsing, you know... Well, and I know, you know, there's some areas of California there. where the police kind of like don't really want to go there, fuck with people. Well, cops really don't want to do anything. I mean, how many times have you seen someone? I know I've seen it a few times. Someone go into a store and just load up with whatever they want and just walk right out. Well, do you hear about a bunch of those like CVSs and? Walgreens that just freaking flat out close their stores because they can't they can't afford getting ripped off every day because of these people absolutely and the stores are they're just going to keep the ones that don't want to just close down like that the ones that stay open they're just going to make it easier for people to rip them off now they have some return policy to where if you want to return something go ahead and just keep it and we'll give you a new one are you kidding me? No. So, basically, you just freaking... It's making... <laughs> what? I swear. What? Okay, now, like, with food or something, I mean, you can't return food, but, like, 
saying if you had like a pair I mean, of tennis shoes or something and you want to return it, you, they, you just keep the tennis shoes? Yeah. Just flat out just keep them. Right. But because of COVID, you got COVID germs on your shoes? Well, they're saying it's just to make, um, it's going to help um, keep down the time they have to spend, like restocking stuff. So you're telling me a pair of shoes, say like Target, that pair of shoes was 12 bucks. 12 bucks tax and all. You want to return them, and they say keep it because it's going to keep the cost down. Yeah, they'll just give you your twelve bucks back. Just the twelve bucks. Yeah. Well, I guess in a sense, because you know you gotta, that person's gonna go type into their computer, even you know those people that that work at those stores are uh, really don't give a fuck. So it takes them probably about thirty minutes to go put the shoes back on the stock, get it into back into the system. And, you know, with the minimum wage way it's at, I guess, I mean, I guess, right? It's so stupid. All right, all right. So, so crime. Um, the crime, man, I don't know. It seems like it's it's a little out of control right now it's a little out of control and it's not being checked and you know and you know the homeless numbers are going up and i'm not saying every homeless person is a bad person i'm not but like 95 percent of them are shit people well you know it's they have the meth attitude they're all hooked on meth so meth literally makes you a fucking asshole of a person you do stupid asshole things when you're on meth yeah. So, you know, like, I see the guys, like, riding around with their little bike trailers and their bikes, and it's all loaded up with all kinds of shit. Yeah, and, like, they got kids' bikes up in there, and you're like... They're just out stealing stuff. Yeah, that's all they're doing. You know, I'm not saying, like, you need to go out and start, like, stocking up on water, rice, beans, and ammo right now, because, you know, the guy, the homeless guys are stealing <laughs> kids' <Yeah>. bikes. <laughs> But but it's get, it's progressively getting worse, you know, and it's getting worse and worse. This lawlessness is getting worse. And so, like, I'm not saying there's going to be this big, like, homeless uprising. I don't think they have the energy for that. But people are going to start getting sick of it. And so people might start flying off the handle. You know, are you going to see just some guy just start willing and gathering up fucking homeless people loading them into a box box truck truck. i don't know man i I don't don't know i don't know but you know the law protects the the criminals though you mean that it does okay so all right let's get back on to food real quick so say we wanted to start putting together like a stockpile okay all right so like man I've been talking about doing this for so long and I haven't done it. I have a big freezer that I just, when my freezer in the house gets over full, then I'll just, you know, it's like a backup freezer, but I'm not utilizing it how it should be utilized. Like go out and buy like half a cow or something and just but, throw all that meat in that freezer. But here we run into a problem. So what happens with power grid goes out and that food that you have in your freezer Starts thawing out. I'll be eating steaks for a couple days at least. Yeah. So I guess, what types of food do you want to store? So do you want to store... Dry, it'd be dry, dry goods. goods. I mean, you know, you want probably 
your nuts that have probably pretty good calories. So yeah, those things are so expensive though. Nuts? Not those big Costco bags of peanuts. No, no, I'm talking about probably walnuts, pistachios, um, pecans. I'm fortunate we behind one of our houses we have pistachio trees, so we can oh, just, nice. psh, psh, you know, if you want any. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll come by and grab a bag of those. Yeah, and you know, but you know, you think you probably need nuts, good some rice, some, some grains. grains. You know, you want dry goods that are probably in high in calories, so you can live off it a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at my pantry. And you know what? You probably yeah, could do, Will, because I'm thinking about it too. Start freaking canning some freaking fruit. Can some fruit. All can right. Can some fruit. You know, maybe make yourself some pickles. You know, can. All right, all right. I need to start writing this stuff down. Um, asparagus. Just anything you can get in a can and seal it and up. Seal it. It's going to be good for a while. Yeah, I think a couple of years. Okay. All right. All right. That's that's good. Stuff you know, and know. there, you know, right there, you got your fruit, and you know, you got to make like a simple syrup. So you know, there's some some calories right yeah. there. You can, you know, some sugars and stuff. All right. So food that's high in calories. Is is what is what I should be putting together, because that's going to keep me with some good energy. Yes. Okay. All right. And do and, I need to buy a chicken? You know, I we we've been talking. You know, wouldn't be bad. You know, to have an egg, egg chicken, egg chickens, egg chickens. Yeah. And then probably have a couple of roosters, so you could make some meat. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Have some chickens for some meat. All right. All right. But okay. also, you know, scenario, I mean, how are you going to hide that? You might have to freaking, you you probably will have to fight off and kill, you know, I don't want to get to that point, but you're going to have to fight off people for yeah, chickens. Yeah, your chicken's out there cockadoodle doing, and they're going to be like, give yo. Give away your location. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I have a chicken and that's my. That's Dude, my, that's where the underground bunker comes. You got to put your chickens <laughs> underground. <laughs> well, I don't have to dig that big of a hole for a couple of chickens. We got the equipment too. All right, all right. So now let's talk. Let's talk water. Yes, because this is hard. N- none of that food shit that we're talking mm-hmm. about. None of mm-hmm. it is any good mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. Water. water. Yes. Unless you could squeeze water. I mean, how would we even start? Would we? All right. Well, we already know we're in a drought, so we're not collecting mm-hmm. any rainwater. Water. I mean, would you have to somehow gather water? from the mountains to bring it down here or would you somehow have to freaking drill a well but i mean how far you have to drill down because there are several hundred feet several hundred feet to get to some groundwater and then you have to have a way of getting it out so yeah i mean you're gonna have to have a pump i mean except if you how did they how did they build wells back then back in the day yeah but the groundwater water was so yeah, they're so only like high, 30 feet. And he just had to like <laughs> put some rocks, rocks in the in wall. wall. <laughs> okay. Hey, but um, but, dr- drilling well. All right. So here's something that we kind of have going for us that would help. We know how to work on shit. Yeah. And we're mechanically inclined. <laughs> and I know how to build a drill rig if we had to. No kidding. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, it's just all about the gearing. Okay. So if you work the gearing out to turn something vertical. We we could do it. No big deal. Yeah. And then you just got to, yeah, you just got to make. 
Make we'll, some we'll shoring, figure, right? I mean, really, all you'd have to do is get some, get a heavy ass pipe. All right. Okay. And just use that thing, to, like use like make like a crane or use a crane that's guided somehow, maybe with an oversized pipe to just smack the ground and just keep doing that, and then just build a baler to bail all the dirt out. Okay. And just keep keep going at it and going and going going and going and going yeah that's i mean that's how they that's how they drilled them before uh a lot mm. of the newer mechanical rigs came mm. in okay you just take that pipe and you just start you just start hitting the ground with it you don't have no bit no drill bit no nothing that is the bit that's that dull pipe yeah you have to hard face it a lot <laughs> no you put kind of like a it's almost like a blade at the end Okay. Like a chopper, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you just keep chopping away and make a hole. And once you get a hole going, it'll fall back into that hole. Oh. So, yeah. Um, what type of drilling was that? It's like an old school cable rig, cable tool. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of wild. You know, and probably but we could figure out how to drill if we needed to drill. Yeah, so, and then at that point, we had to build some type of sterilization system or a filtration filtration system outside that pump that's where some more ingenuity comes in because you know i hate to say it you know our gut and our body's been used to all this purified water we ain't gonna we're not used to hard water you're right about the work you have to soften the water up a little bit Mm -hmm. okay how you make a distillery or something there you go now we have to learn how to distill freaking water I don't think it's that hard. I don't think it's that it's, hard. It's mostly like you boil it and you it basically it's steam and it drips back yeah, out. Yeah, you're, you're just using the uh, like evaporative Rid- effects. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I think think if we if we had enough water to drink to get us through all that process, we can get to <laughs> some more water. Okay. Now let's talk power. All right. Power. Now you got no power. No power. Yeah, so everything Shoot. you're doing is is fully mechanical, but what if you need some power? So I get, you know, all honesty, I mean, you would have to go, you like the old school way with like a, say, if, you know, you don't have a solar. I mean, it would help if you did have solar and on that type of order, getting a couple, a couple panels, panels. Yeah. yeah. But you know, we are in that time where we understand how electrical motors work and it just has to spin and it has that magnet and it creates yeah. that, that force, you know, and then got electricity. Right. You would have to find a water source or a running source. And you can make uh, steam power or you can make yeah. um, like gravity power, something like that. Yeah, make your little generator or something. All right, all right. Um. So, so that's pretty much all I got written down. I mean, here. I hate to say, you know, as much as you can think and prep for this situation, it's not going to be enough. It's not going to be enough. So basically, you know, you will be surprised what you can do when the time comes. And it, if you're in the situation, in that situation, you will be surprised what you can do. I think so. But it, it never hurts to think about it and. You know, maybe get yourself some steps ahead of the game. Absolutely. So, so that's it, guys. That's our uh, our doomsday 
prepper episode <laughs> for the average American. American. Um, and if all else fails, you can always just go join the Mad Max Tweakers. Yeah. We'll see you on the other side, I guess. Just don't be coming from my chicken. Yeah, that's my, that's my chicken. All right, folks. Well, right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can reach us at leveledheads33 at gmail.com. You can find us on everywhere podcasts are served up. And um, until next time, peace. Peace.